What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's dive into the Cowboys depth chart. You see, I put together a very in-depth article about this over on the website, and I thought to myself, we should make a show out of this because I know that it happens. Uh, you know, we all have other things that we have to do. We all have a real life outside of our Dallas Cowboys obsessions. And as such, it is difficult to keep up with everything. Uh, you know, the Cowboys re-signed some players. They didn't re-sign others. They traded for some. It's difficult to keep up with what the Cowboys look like right now, especially because it is a roster made up of way more players than during the regular season. So tonight... We will, I think it will be a show for everybody, for the casual fan, for the diehard fan, because we will take a look at the entire depth chart, projected starting lineups, and we will also get into the reserve guys a little bit and some of the questions that I would have moving forward into the rest of the offseason. Because, of course, this is just a quick look after the first wave of free agency. There are a lot more signings to come. And, of course, there's this event that people call the NFL draft in late April, and that will change things drastically. Once the draft is in the books, I think we can get into the maybe more exciting stuff, 53-man roster projections, etc. But for now, we will take a look at the entire depth chart. Uh, let's get this started. Shout out to everybody who is saying hi in the, in the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. We've got a lot of comments out there. <laughs> Damn, ice ties is Mark Aaron. Yeah, we're still didn't we were still dealing with that in the eye. Uh, but I am excited though because I figured out a way to have the camera a little bit farther uh, beyond. Uh, so I mean, I didn't do that because of the ice tie. I just figured out a way to do it and make it look better on the entire shot. So in the back end, I'm excited about that. Uh, shout out Stephen White, Bruce. We've got Ines, Toxic Tom. Let's see here. Awesome videos is Jonathan Thaler. Hey, thank you, Stephen White. So I'm not going to look at it, Mo. Why not? Look, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's get right into it, though. If you want to check out the entire depth chart and, and, and bookmark it for future reference, you can find it over at adzsports.com slash Dallas, by the way, in case you want to keep it for, you know, if you want to check out what the bigger needs are, et cetera. If you ever have any questions about the Cowboys crew and depth chart, you can check it out over there on the, on the website. But let's get started. Let's start with the offense, though. Let's start with the offense here really quickly. We're going to go, as I said, position by position. Quarterback. Obviously, your starting guy is Dak Prescott. You managed to keep Cooper Rush. I'm very excited about that, obviously, because you kept, you kept him on a $6 million contract total 
which essentially has one year of guaranteed money in 2023. But even still, you could see another rookie quarterback get in there. I'm very excited about the possibility of the Cowboys drafting a guy. And then I'm really intrigued as to what they would do. Because right now you have Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Will Greer. I don't think that Greer at this point will battle for a spot on the roster. Because probably last year was as close as he will ever get to fighting for that backup role. Uh, there were the preseason games and we thought there was a battle going on. Cooper Rush kept the job and then he showed us why he kept it during the regular season by going four and one with the Cowboys. But what if you draft another guy? What if you get uh, Clayton Thune, for example, who the Cowboys will hold a visit with? What if they get that day three rookie to develop? Then what do you do? Because you might not want to risk losing Cooper Rush. You might not want to send him to the practice squad. Does that mean you will carry three quarterbacks on your active roster? Very excited about how things will shake out uh, on this position because I think it is a very, very high possibility that the Cowboys carry three different quarterbacks. Uh, Jamie says, new offensive coordinator. I wouldn't be so sure of that, Mo, says Kaiman. Uh, hey, I agree. In the sense of, you know, maybe Cooper Rush not having that job secured. But the contract is a contract. There is definitely some guaranteed money in there. And if you're going to go with a day three quarterback, I'm not entirely sure that you're going to move on from Cooper Rush that easily. I'm just not. I think that the Cowboys would try to find a way to get three guys on that roster. Let's see here. Uh, Hollis says, what if Greer would have won those five games more convincingly? Hey, you could, we could always wonder about that. Shout out to Heavy Nation says, I see my comment made you laugh, bro. Uh, there are a lot of comments that behind the scenes make me laugh. But, you know, <laughs> let's see what. Oh, yeah, I see it now. I don't know where that came from, Javi. I don't know. <laughs> let's see here. I say I like Clayton Toon. Says Mark Aaron from Carrollton, Texas. Reminds me of Romo when he was in college. Oh, interesting comp. All in, Tom says, Mo, do you see Rush being out next? Learn on the job offensive coordinator. Not really. Not really. Uh, I don't think that. I think that sometimes we kind of underestimate what Kellen Moore was as a football man, mind. I don't know if Cooper Rush wants to pursue a career in coaching or not. But I do think that maybe Kellen Moore wasn't that fast track because of who he was too. And I'm not sure the Cowboys look at Cooper Rush in that same lens. I don't know if it was an ironic question or not, Toxic Tom, but if it was a serious question, there you go. All right, running back. It felt very weird, very, very weird to not include Ezekiel Elliott on this table. It felt almost like not having LP Latticer on last year's projected uh, rosters. It, it, I'm not used to it. I'm used to writing Ezekiel Elliott as the starter and moving on. But not this time. It's obviously Tony Pollard season now. And the reserves are very interesting. Malik Davis, who right now seems to be like the 
favorite to be the number two. Rico Dowdle has shown that he is a very talented running back. The Cowboys gambled by not tendering him with the right of first refusal tender because he was a restricted free agent. And then Ronald Jones, who was a recent signee. And the Cowboys, of course, wanted to add some veteran presence to the position group. That being said, I'm not sure that Rojo will make the roster because I believe that he will have quite the battle, not only with Malik Davis and potentially Rico Dowdle, but I am guessing, I mean, not, not really guessing, like we've all seen their interest, the reports about their interest. There might be a drafted running back in there when the NFL draft is in the book. So the Cowboys are likely going to add somebody else to the mix there. Who will it be? We will find out. But in the meantime, I would say that the favorites to be on the roster would be in that order. Pollard, Malik Davis, Rico Dowdle, and then Rojo. I don't, I don't know. I'm just not that high on Ronald Jones. Let's see here. Double R says, all in, man. I've got to go back to Toxic Thompson's double R. Let's see here. Juan Daniel says, sick to Philly. Hey, it sounds like Ezekiel Elliott, according to a report, is down to three teams, and that includes the Eagles. But there were also some reports kind of shooting down that narrative. So I don't know what to make of, uh, out of that situation. But there was a report out there saying that the Eagles had not had any contract conversations with sick so we'll see how that plays out the Bengals were also among the teams that were reported on for seek but i'm very also very very intrigued as to the fullback position right now the cowboys do not have that fullback but we know that mike mccarthy likes fullbacks at least he featured many of them during his years with the green bay packers he likes to run 12 personnel, but he also likes to run a lot of 21 personnel. And he wants to get a guy in there who can also catch a football just like he can block. So that's a position that I think we should keep an eye out because the Cowboys might add somebody at one point in this offseason. All in, Tom says, Mo, is there any player you can think of to fill that fullback spot? Someone we all know and love. Ryan Nall. No, excuse me. Who is Ryan Nall? Hall of Fame Josh Ball says Holly. Oh, we'll get into Josh Ball in a moment here. Kevin says no fullback because we lost McGovern. I, I 100% would have listed Connor McGovern in there just as a joke. Uh, not as much as a joke, I guess, because he was the de facto fullback for the Cowboys in 2022. Al says Darnold Washington in the draft. Man, if the Cowboys do get Washington, like let's let's be creative here for a moment. The skinny offensive lineman who can also catch footballs like Rob Ronkowski. Man, you could put him anywhere. I guess you could put him as a fullback too. Not only as a tight end, like you could move him, you could move him around very creatively. I would love that. Let's see here. Having Asian says, can the season start like now? 
I feel you have a nation. Sometimes I just wake up and I just want to watch some Dallas Cowboys football, but we have to wait. We have to wait. We have to wait to see Brandon Cooks on that offense. Speaking of, let's get into the wide receivers here. We mentioned the running backs. We mentioned the fullbacks. See, if this was any other team in the NFL, slot wide receiver might not be listed first. But for the Cowboys, their number one guy is their slot wide receiver. So that's why I'm adding CeeDee Lamb right in there. And between parentheses, you can see wide receiver one. Because that's the reality of the situation. And I think that adding Brandon Cooks just allows CD to play even more time in the slot. Because it was close to a 50-50 split there for the regular season in 2022. I think that it will go up to maybe around like 60, who knows, even 70% of CD Lamb snaps in the slot. That's where... He's the most dangerous. So CD would be the number one guy, but we need to list him as the slot. Playing next to him is likely going to be Brandon Cooks because he can play play outside. He's got that elite speed, elite footwork to press release against even the best of cornerbacks in the NFL. And then I am listing, and don't make too much out of the terminology, But I have Michael Gallup as the X because he's the isolated guy that will likely see a lot of one-on-one situations playing over on the backside. That's what I think at least. So I've got Michael Gallup as the X. Hopefully, and this is where things will get interesting, hopefully if you you get CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks on the same side of the field and then Gallup is working on the backside just by himself, and he's got one more year to be healthier and healthier. And he's seeing one-on-one favorable looks. And he's the number three guy on your offense. He might have a better season than we expect. Because I know that the hype level with Michael Gallup is so, so low right now. Because his 2022 was pretty disappointing. Looking forward to seeing him get more friendlier looks. Uh, let's just wait on that. Because I think it's doable. Now, the research, as I said, don't make too much out of where they are listed. I basically did it by tiers. Jalen Tolbert being probably the number four guy. Because the Cowboys probably will want to see how he fared. How he fares one year later after a very disappointing rookie season. In which he barely managed to be active in some of the games. And then you've got... Dennis Houston, Simi Fehoko, and I guess that you need to include Kevontae Turpin right in there because he was a part of some of the sub-packages on offense. And then Dontari Drummond and Antonio Callaway that are even more of a question mark, all of them. Simi makes a huge jump this year. Watch, says Jamie. Uh, West Coast is perfect for him. Mark Aaron says, make Simi a tight end. Let's see here. Carl says, I think that Jalen Tolbert will fit well with the West Coast offense as well. So as you can see, and this always happens. This always happens in the offseason. And I'm not saying you're wrong, by the way. I'm not saying that. But we, we can get excited about some of these young wide receivers. To me, they're all question marks. I mean, that's the, the fair way of looking at it. Tolbert 
like it, it might depend on how optimist, how much of an optimist you are. Like he is that third round pick that got us all very excited in April of last year. If you guys followed the NFL draft with Sky and I, that number that second day, you saw just how hyped I was. And the guy didn't even get to play a lot. And when he did, it wasn't necessarily pretty. All in Tom says, I bet that Tolbert lined up offsides on your list, Mo. We all remember that over at Green Bay. I'm very, very how how can you say this? I'm not as enthusiastic about the reserve wide receivers as maybe I was last year. Like even then he's Houston and Simi Fehoko. Yeah, one of them might might bounce back and might have a strong season. Fehoko might be that guy with that combination of speed and size. As some of you have pointed out in the chat, that might fit very well with what the Cowboys try to do with their offense. But I'm just not entirely excited. Uh, tight end, Jake Ferguson, obviously. Peyton Hendershot, Sean McKeon, Ian Bontink, and Seth Green. The big names are obviously Ferguson and Hendershot. You likely need somebody else at the position. Let's call it like it is. Hendershot was an exciting rookie. Ferguson might be the number one guy, whatever you do at the position in the NFL draft. But you likely want somebody else in there so McCarthy can get to run his 12 personnel offenses and get a more dangerous-looking group of tight ends. Because it has to be somebody that knows how to block, right? But also be a threat in the receiving game. They cannot be out there treating you like an offensive lineman or like a wide receiver. Joey Ikes had a very interesting tweet uh, thread about this. And he essentially argued that that was a problem with some of the tight ends. That if you're not a very good blocker, then you're going to get treated as a slow wide receiver and nothing else. You're not going to get treated as an offensive lineman, which is obviously what is very attractive about the Darnell Washington prospect. <laughs> Uh, Mark says, I, I like watching Tolbert's film. I think that he needs to get his head right. He will be okay. Yeah, I think I think it's more about the mental aspect of it. And I'm not even talking about like attitude, mental health. I'm not even talking about that. Just the, the learning of the position. Just based on what he has had said himself, Tolbert has been out there saying that, you know, it was a tough transition from him from college to the pros. He was a prospect out of South Alabama. The Cowboys rarely draft players out of the Power Five conferences. They rolled the dice with Tolbert, and maybe they had to take an L there. But who knows? Maybe he did get those positions down, and maybe he got the mental aspect of it down. And the next time that he's out there on the field, he's not playing and thinking at the same time. He's just playing. Might be the case. I know that it, it is possibly like an optimistic way of looking at it, but I wouldn't rule it out. Let's see here. What's going on in the chat? <laughs> Mo can have a Malta instead, says Charlene. Joey Bella is saying that I will have a Capri Sun. Mark says that I will have a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Are you guys talking about my birthday or what? <laughs> yeah, I think that you are. Uh, shout out to Tommy915. 
He says, hey, shout out to Tommy. Thank you for being here. He says, when are you coming to El Paso? When you do, let me know. Lunch is on me. I'd say beer on me, but you're like 15. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, you're not, you're not, you're not escaping that beer, Tommy915. I will. Uh, I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't know when I'm going to El Paso. There's, there are not a lot of plants out there. All in, Tom says, when I picture Mo sitting at a restaurant, <laughs> his feet don't touch the floor and he has a kid's menu. I can tell you 50% of that statement is very accurate. I will leave you to decide which one it is. I will leave you to decide which one it is. Uh, but 50% of that statement might be more accurate that I would like it to be. <laughs> All right. Those are the tight ends. It is time for a question. Let's spice things up with a question here on the show. We're going to move on to the offensive line. If you were doing this, if you were putting together this depth chart, who would you list at left tackle? Let me know in the chat. Who would be your starting left tackle if you were putting together a Dallas Cowboys depth chart ahead of the 2023 season? Let me know in the chat who would it be. And while you do that, and before I give you my projection, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, we're talking about a family-owned business has been so for over 65 years. And you can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. You can also visit their website at freemanmazda.net. And in there, you can browse through their wide range of new and used vehicles. You can also check out the features of every car. You can see the pictures of the inside and outside of every vehicle. And as we do around this time, every night here on Prime Time, it is time to discuss the Freeman Mazda Ride of the Week. This time around, it is the 2023 Mazda CX-30 2.5S Carbon Edition All-Wheel Drive. It starts at $30,790. It's got a sunroof, all-wheel drive, a game-changing Wi-Fi hotspot, and hear me out, heated leather power memory foam sitting with a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city that it goes up to 33 when you are in the highway so make sure you check out the freeman mazda ride of the week over at their website freemanmazda.net so we will move on with the offensive line who would you list at left tackle who would you list? Let's have some fun here. John says Smith. John, that was smart. That was a smart answer, sir. But cheating at the end of the day. Ollie goes with Tyron 100%. Kevin goes with Tyron. Jaime goes with Tyron. Tyron for 27 seconds. Then Tyler's is all in. Uh, Tyler Smith. For Nicholas, Tyler Smith for John, with all kidding aside. Let's see here. Ty Dollar goes with Tyler. Danny with Tyler. 
oh man, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Kind of a 50-50% response. David Cowboy goes with Tyron. The old pro says Lance. Ooh, that's a good answer. That is a good answer. Q-Dog with Tyler. Al goes with Tyron. Katharina with Tyron. Look at that. 50-50 more or less. All right, here's my answer, ladies and gentlemen. Here's my depth chart of the Cowboys' offensive line. Might not be very pretty, by the way. But give me Tyron Smith. That's just based on what you have right now. There are two concerns that I cannot get over. I want to get my best group of five out there. And I think that you need to include Tyron and Tyler for that. And also, I know where I would put Tyron Smith if he was not starting a left tackle. Like, he would be my swing tackle, obviously. But I would not know... Who to list at left guard? Like, would I list Chuma, who just got here? Or maybe I would roll the dice with somebody like Matt Farniak or Alec Lindstrom in there? I wouldn't know. So I'm going to go with Tyron at left tackle, Tyler at guard. And then on the right side, nothing too crazy. Viadish, Martin, and Terrence Steele. My two swing tackles are Matt Woletsko and Josh Ball. They will have to fight that for that battle, for that position once more in the offseason, in training camp. I don't know who will win that battle or if there will be a surprise player in there. Jason Peters remains a free agent. You've got Chuma probably as your top backup guard right now. And then... Three guys that are listed at center, but that can likely also play guard in Matt Farniak, Alec Lindstrom, and Brock Hoffman. This is a this is a group that will be addressed in the NFL draft. Like I'm guessing that offensive line is a strong possibility, even with the 26th overall pick. You might get yourself a guard, and maybe that way you are more comfortable in having Tyler play at tackle and Tyron remain your swing. If you have a rookie that is a plug-and-play pick that he can put right in there at left guard. We will see. In the meantime, though, Cowboys offensive line is looking thin, 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 thin. Nicholas says, why do we employ Josh Ball? Haven't we learned enough with this guy? Matt Waletsko is a tight end until we get Darnell Washington to Stephen White. Skoronsky from Northwestern says, John, draft a left tackle. Could be. Like, I wouldn't rule that out either. Like, if the Cowboys say, you know what? Let's, let's have Tyler stay at guard and let's draft somebody else to play outside. That would be very interesting. Um, probably would have to be a best player available type situation in which the board is almost wiped out i don't know that's what i would think right now but we will see moving on to the defense though let's get into the defense it was mightily improved and i do have some takes here and there to share with you we're gonna run through this a little bit more quickly because we had a show about defense just last night so i don't want to come off as very repetitive but just Edge rusher, obviously, Micah and D-Law are your starters. You have a very, very good group of backup guys in Sam Williams, who I'm 
I have as the number three guy in his second year. So Dorrance Armstrong outplayed Williams in terms of snaps. I think that Williams will solidify himself as a number three guy. Give me Williams, Armstrong, Dante Fowler Jr. And the Cowboys did re-sign Tech McKinley, so let's add him right there. You might notice that Chauncey Goldston is not in there. I moved him to defensive tackle because we know that the Cowboys played with that last year, and he did have more playing time inside than he did at end. So I included him with the defensive tackles. Let's run through it really quickly. Ozo Digisuwa is your starting three technique, and Big Bo is your starting nose tackle. And then, yikes, uh, Neville Gallimore, Shamsi Golson, and the recently assigned defensive lineman, Isaac Alarcon. So now you have three, you have five defensive tackles. That is, that is a concern to me because uh, I don't know if you have the depth, and I don't know if even the depth that you have is the right type of depth. We'll find out. I'm rooting hard for Isaac, but that is a thing group that might need some help moving forward. Linebacker. Oh, oh man. Can you see now why re-signing Leighton Van Der Esch was a huge win for the team? Your projected starters right now, and I have two of them because, you know, Nickel is the new base. Leighton Van Der Esch and Damon Clark are probably your starters right now. And then you have Jabril Cox, Devin Harper, Malik Jefferson, and Devante Vaughn. If you wanted experience at linebacker, well, you ain't got it beyond LVE. I think it's a concern. I think we might not have talked about it enough. Doesn't seem like Cowboys are going to pursue Bobby Wagner. Ryan Broaddus said on air recently, you know, he said, trust me on that. The Cowboys are done with Bobby Wagner. So it's looking, it's looking difficult. It's looking like a very problematic position right now for the Dallas Cowboys. If Damon Clark builds on a, I don't want to say like, I mean, it was a very solid rookie season. Let's call it like that. If he builds on that, then maybe the concerns are a little bit eased, but you might want somebody else in there. Let's see here. Um, I, I think that that picture really highlights why the Leighton Van Der Esch re-signing was huge for the Cowboys. Jason says Hankins is still not signed. Man, Jonathan Hankins is out there. I would be very interested in bringing him back for another year because he made a difference at no tackle. Might not have had shown up in the in the scoreboard, in the box score, but he was huge. Mark Aaron says tonight's homework assignment for everyone: watch Henley from Washington State on YouTube. Potential solution. Right there at defense. Cam Jones, linebacker, Indiana, fourth round picks is Gregory. Mark Aaron says, I don't have any first round linebackers myself. It's probably a, a position that doesn't have a lot of first round guys. So I'm guessing that 
the Cowboys are not going to get a lot of opportunities to build that linebacker group. But anyways, moving forward, cornerback is one that I am excited about. Obviously, your starting guys are Trevon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, and your nickel is De'Ron Blanth. The depth is pretty good too. Kelvin Joseph, I know that you know we have our questions about him, but but he's there. Uh, Nashawn Wright, and then Jordan Lewis, who has more experience inside, so I put him at nickel. And then you also have Isaac Taylor Stewart. And then the safeties, deep group, and the backups are big too in this scenario. First and foremost, you've got three starting safeties because the Cowboys like to play a lot of big nickel. So they will have three safeties at the same time pretty often. Uh, Molly Cooker is a free safety. Donovan Wilson is a strong safety. And then Jaron Kirsch is sort of the hybrid between a strong safety and a nickelback. And then among the reserves, you have Izzy Mukwamu, who can play inside and outside cornerback as well. Marquise Bell, who is more of a Jaron Kirsch type. Tyler Coyle, Juan J. Thomas, and Sheldrick Redwine are your other safeties. Pretty deep group too. Pretty deep. Like this defensive back group a lot. A lot, lot. So no complaints there. Linebacker and defensive tackle are definitely the positions that should worry Cowboys fans moving forward on defense. We should trade Kelvin Joseph, says Kevin. He's trash. You know what? I don't think that you will get a lot in return. So I do see eye to eye with Kevin in the sense that uh, Kelvin Joseph's spot is far from guaranteed. The Cowboys might move on this same offseason, but I think it will depend on how the NFL draft goes. If you don't draft anybody at corner, which seems unlikely because the Cowboys have taken multiple shots at cornerbacks over the last couple of years, and with Dan Queen in there, that might continue to happen. Joseph might stay around, but I think that he is at risk of getting cut too. I don't know if you will get a lot out of him though in a trade. Uh, before we get out of here though, the returners. The returners. Before we get there, let me know in the chat, the returners. Why did I say returners? The special teamers, including the returner. The From 1 to 10, how safe do you think Kelvin Joseph's job is? Nah, oh man, well, what am I doing? I'm messing up this show. Uh, from 1 to 10, how secure do you think Kevonte Turpin's <laughs> job is see i was teasing you with it when i said returner and then i said kelvin joseph but now i'm talking about Kevante turpin from one to ten how safe is his job let me know in the chat here's why i ask in the meantime here is your special team group your special teams group kicker you only have one. That's Tristan Vizcaino. We might see a kicking competition there, though. Punter Brian Anger, he's locked in. Long snapper Trent Zeke is the only one on the roster right now. And then you have a kick returner and a punt returner. Both give me Kevonte Turpin. And I was trying to find out who to list as the reserve of Kevonte Turpin. Like, I was trying to figure that out. Who's the backup among the returners? 
I had to open up Pro Football Reference to see who else returned footballs for the Cowboys because for the life of me, I couldn't get my finger on it. I couldn't... Who, who was the other guy that returned the kicks for the Cowboys and punts? Well, I have an answer for you. Nobody. The Cowboys returned 51 kicks and punts combined in 2022. 50 of them. 50 of them. We're chirping. How? Peyton, uh, Peyton had a, a Peyton Hander shot had a kick return, but I'm guessing it was kind of those like short kicks. Or maybe Pro Football Reference just doesn't list guy. No, because Hander shot was listed with just one return. So the Cowboys might have had somebody assigned to the role. They didn't use them at all. It was all Cavante Turpin. So I would have gone maybe with like with a with a six in, in his job security. But after seeing that, I might go as high as an eight. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. 10 for Mark Aaron, 3.5 for Holly. We, we're gonna be all over the place with this one. Carl goes with two, Gregory goes with 10, Joe with the one, Lance Bell goes with eight, seven for Jaime, uh Bidi with 10. Seven for Inez Gomez. Gilbert with eight. Man, here's because uh, I know it's it's kind of a mind blowing stat. We're we're gonna double check this one because I see some disputing in the in the chat, and I don't blame you. I don't blame you. We're gonna have to relook for this. Uh, let's see here. I'm a boomer, so I I'm not a boomer really, but uh, it might take me a while here. All right, I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to share my screen right now. We're going to go into Pro Football Reference, right? Let's see here. Uh, but you're going to get the, like, that version of it. All right. Let's see. Do, let's go to Kick and Pun Returns right now, right? There you go. Kick and Pun Returns. 29 pound returns for Cavante Turpin in 2022. Oh, you're not seeing this. Ah, oh, damn it. All right, let me take out the overlay. There you go. 29 returns for Cavante Turpin, 303 yards. Let's go to kick returns. 21 for Cavante Turpin, one for Peyton Hander a shot. At least according to Pro Football Reference, nobody else was the returner for Dallas. It was Cavante, Turpin, or nothing. So to me, that raises his job security security a little bit here, to be honest. Who's taller, Moe or Turpin? Oh, I think, I think Turpin, for sure. Let's find out really quickly. No, nah, I don't want to find out. We'll, we'll leave that a question open-ended. <laughs> but I'm betting on Cavante, 100%. <laughs> Tommy915 says, my daughter said that you look like Pete Davidson, Mo. I remember Toxic Tom wanted to mention it too. I can see why. I don't think that I <laughs> I don't think that I really look like him, but I can see why. I've looked into it. Anyways, uh, we're not gonna do the final word here because it got a little bit late. I don't want to keep you for much longer. This will be it for me tonight on the show. I hope that you enjoyed going over. 
the entire Cowboys depth chart and roster. It was a fun show. I hope that you guys enjoy your weekend because it is Thursday. We, you and I will see each other until Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central because we are live every Sunday through Thursday at the same time. Make sure that you check out FreemanMazda.net. And remember, if you want to check out the entire depth chart in an article, you can look for it over at aducsports.com. Bookmark it, whatever you want to do. You can keep it. And I will see you on Sunday night. Thanks so much. Nos vemos el día de mañana. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.